0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Funtime Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D.
1: And I am the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. Hello, you little monsters.
0: We are two best friends making our way through the history of kaiju movies. We started in 1933 with King Kong, and now we are in 1998 with another version of King Kong. (laughs) Uh, which we will get to in just a moment oh lord help us uh first though there's a new trailer out today the day we're recording this for godzilla vs kong the new empire
1: Uh,
0: it's on the youtube and stuff honeybee what did you think of that trailer
1: oh it's so sick it looks so good i am so excited
0: It looks like they're doing uh, uh, more with the Hollow Earth and the Kong Society. We already knew there was some kind Uh, of a giant orangutan in it. Yeah. So I guess we see this orangutan. We catch glimpses of it as a baby in this trailer, so I guess we... Unless there's two of them, I think we see it as a baby and then it grows up into an adult. And also godzilla has changed colors
1: well maybe it is two different ones his, i think it might be his two yeah.
0: different dudes you think there's an adult I one and a baby a one
1: bit. yeah i do
0: uh, uh godzilla's energy is magenta now instead of it's blue. red
1: and he's like that's like it's little not red th- that little it's very pinkish like powering up.
0: yeah i wouldn't call it red though it looked very pink to me no
1: Oh, maybe because yeah. I like, watched it on my phone. I
0: don't, maybe. Yeah, it looks it looks pink to me. Maybe it's meant to look red, but on my devices it came off looking pink, which I thought was a little... I mean, the other one's sort of a bluish white or a whitish blue, so they may have put a little too much white in the red and made it pink. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention is I got my... Kickstarter Rewards for uh, Kaijus versus Cowboys. Got three issues in the mail the other day. Started reading it. It's fun. So look that up, folks. I don't know if you can get it outside of the Kickstarter. You might be able to. Look it up and check it out. And I did a little sort of mini solo episode talking about Godzilla minus one. Honeybee, I guess you haven't seen it yet.
1: I have not seen it yet, but I am so freaking excited to. I hope to see it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you gotta see. I was gonna
1: listen to your episode too Uh, today, and then I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till I see it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if you get if you are able to see it, if you are able to see it tomorrow, try to see if we can jump on real quick and uh, give us your thoughts about it.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: But today, today, Lord help us, we are talking about the Mighty Kong (laughs) from 1998. (laughs) An oh, animated you you monster like musical it? film. <laughs> <laughs> I did not care for it. It is an animated oh, movie. Man. It is a musical. It is. It had a limited theatrical release, but it was basically straight to VHS.
1: It had motherfucking um, Jodie Benson in it. As soon as she started like squealing in the in like New York, I was like. Jody Benson? Like, oh my God. How did I not see this? I am a huge fan. Huge fan, obviously, because Little Mermaid. But before I even saw The Little Mermaid, which I think came out like somewhere between 89 and 92, I saw uh, Thumbelina, which came out in 94. So I was already, like, her voice is like such a... Like, basically, when I was a kid... I wanted to be Jodie Benson. You know what I mean? Like, I was Thumbelina. I was the Little Mermaid. So I'm super shocked that I did not okay. see this or know about it because it's fucking Jodie Benson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's also Dudley Moore, which I, apparently doesn't mean as much to you as it does to me. I mean...
1: Uh, Yeah, because, you know, that was a little bit before, you know, but also I did recognize his voice. I did have to look it up and see what I did know him from. So I I can't believe I didn't see this. I'm like, I'm maybe I don't know. I don't know how I missed this. I'm not really sure. (laughs) Maybe because I was in the first grade. That that could be it. But it's just weird because this is like exactly I am. I feel like this movie was intended for me and I just missed it somehow. Mm. I don't know.
0: It is directed by Art Scott, written by William J. Keenan, music by David Siebels, Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman, the Sherman brothers who wrote the music for Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, numerous other things. They have won Academy Awards. They wrote the world record holding song for most performed song, although I feel it's a little bit of a fudge. Uh, It's a small world after all. They call it the most performed song, but it's a recording. It's a, it's not, it's, I don't think it's fair to call it performed when it's just a recording that's playing over and over again all day at Disneyland. To me, that's not a performance. (laughs) But they claim a world record for the most performed song. And that would be why it's the most performed song. They wrote the music for The Jungle Book and The Sword in the Stone, Charlotte's Web, The Aristocrats, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and this piece of crap. I think this was the last thing they did. It was the last thing Dudley Moore did. Dudley Moore plays Carl Denham and and king kong apparently well Benson they, they never call him carl though. they call Darrow. him
1: cb denim which i would just like to say stands yes. for carl the bastard denim carl the baby back bitch
0: <laughs> Denim. <laughs> randy hamilton is jack driscoll william sage the third is roscoe jason gray stanford is ricky richard newman as captain anglehorn Additional voices are William Sage III, Don Brown, Ian James Corlett, Michael Dobson, and Paul Dobson. Dudley Moore, folks, if you don't know, is uh, like I said, this is the last thing he did. But he was a comedian and uh, a bit of a musician. He would play the piano and sing sometimes. He's best known for probably for the film Arthur. I think was his biggest thing. But he used to regularly perform uh, with Peter Cook and they starred together in a couple of movies, including the original version of Bedazzled. Mm. And I find it kind of sad that this was the last thing that he was in. But also, I guess, a relatively cushy job at the end of your life to just go into a recording studio and lay down some vocals. Uh... (laughs) Honeybee, what are your... (laughs) initial thoughts about this movie
1: well i am thoroughly enjoying how much you fucking hated it um so far and um i loved it i thought it was hysterical i was there were points okay there's a moment where like they're on the boat like on the ship and um Uh and and what is his name jack just like burst into song about I don't know, some weird beat, like being in love, like knowing each other their whole lives. I was howling with laughter. Like I was cackling. (laughs) It was so. Right, but
0: you're not meant to be at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I had an
1: absolute blast watching this movie. It was so funny. I will say, too, that I really like. how much of the original story. It's basically like the original story animated, like made for children, so there's like a few things cut out, but maybe they should have cut out a few more things, but didn't and it was it was just it I had a blast watching this movie. It was so funny. I I laughed my ass off.
0: They also added a kid and a monkey.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> so
0: was not necessary. But I guess they thought the kids needed someone to identify with. <laughs> Uh, Jack seems to dislike Anne even more than in the original, so when he does fall in love with her, it comes even more out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, he but for some reason, them like, being cartoons... Nothing
0: leading up to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, something about them being cartoons made it, like, less... um. Shitty to me than in the live action where like they literally he literally was just such a piece of shit to okay. her. To her face. I just thought Whereas it was even less like mo- in the cartoon. I, Go ahead. I, I
0: I just found it even less motivated than in the original. He <laughs> he just seems to really, really hate her and then with no shift at all, just suddenly is in love with her. And, uh...
1: <laughs> and singing into her eyes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and, okay, I'm gonna, I gotta, I have a very short plot summary here from Wikipedia, though, you know, if you've seen (laughs) King Kong, you already know the plot, Uh, mostly. Anne Darrow, a down-on-her-luck actress, thank you, Wikipedia, looking for work, meets film director Carl Denham, they even have the apple-stealing bit, who offers her a job in a new film. They board the venture to leave for the film shoot. The monkey that lives on board causes trouble throughout the trip. So first he has a, he has to really talk her into it by singing this song. Uh, I wrote them down here. There's not that many songs. The there's the wild animal follies. So first this this Jack Denham puts on stage shows with Carl, people Carl in Dan. animal costumes. Carl, yeah, he he puts on stage shows with girls in animal costumes kind of a Zigfield Follies but it's Denim's wild animal Follies and they sing a song about it and there's a little bit of wild mm. animals on the stage and then to convince Anne to go he sings this song called Lotus Land about Hollywood <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Hollywood referred to as Lotus Land is this but like some funny- reference to the Odyssey to the Lotus Eaters from the Odyssey because
1: Shit, in the I land
0: of the know. lotus eaters, they're just they're just stoned all day. They're just zoned out. They eat lotuses and and don't do anything. They're just zoned out all day. Uh, so that's their idea of Hollywood, I guess. I don't know. These songs suck, Honeybee. I when I found out this was the Sherman Brothers, I was like, "What the actual fuck?" They they just phoned these in. They're not good songs.
1: Oh man i think they're so funny i i know you did i know you did um they were such a shock (sighs) to me like when the first song started the first song not really because it's like the like you said like the follies and it's like a stage thing so i was like okay but then when denim starts just singing to Anne, i was like what the fuck is going on right now it totally took me by surprise and then like every single song like you said, they're not very good. I, I was just laughing right. so hard. Like this is, I even had to text one of my friends and be like, you've got to watch this. Like, did you see this in 98? Because you, <laughs> I, I am dying right now. You have to watch this. It's so funny. Just so silly. And, oh man, just, I guess, <laughs> I guess just part of the time. I don't know. Right. It was so funny.
0: So, while they're on the boat, they decide to, you know, film some stuff, and we get another song that is not connected to the <laughs> plot in any way whatsoever. This is bad <laughs> musical writing here. It is called "Dolly oh of Polly Polly Papali Dolly of Papali," but then sometimes they say "Polly They're inconsistent with where it is. This made-up island that the character is from. <laughs> Uh, so she's just supposed to be, pl- you know, they're doing filming some stuff. And so she's playing this character, Dolly, from some island of Pollyolly Polynesian. And, yeah, like some Polynesian and just, princess. Yeah. yeah. And she just sings about, hey, I'm Dolly. Hello, Dolly.
1: <laughs> why? Why did they keep all of the men on the ship like... Being so creepily sexually attracted to Anne in this cartoon, yeah, Could you me <laughs> in that? this kids cartoon.
0: <laughs> I mean, just being true to the source material, I guess. Uh, I guess. Actually, we don't. I was like, we wow, that, they really we saw that, put
1: that
0: out. We didn't see that in the original, but we did see that in the remake. In the original, mm-hmm. the cook and Jack are the only ones that interact with her, really, and and denim, of course but oh
1: in the, charlie uh, shout out to charlie
0: in this in this yeah in the 70s remake the whole crew is just drooling over her
1: and the they kept time. that in this cartoon and it's so awkward yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean and that's really what this song is is just hey look at me i'm i'm, I'm pretty, pretty princess I'm
1: hot. yeah
0: and you know and of course it goes into a uh a, a sort of a i mean it goes into a musical sequence that is not what is actually happening on the boat you know she's in the song she's on the island and there's animals and fish and stuff and it's you know it goes into song land. and <laughs> it, but it's terrible cuz it it doesn't it doesn't express her feelings it doesn't advance the plot it doesn't establish character it doesn't tell us who anybody wants or what anybody's doing it's it could have been a song that they just wrote unrelated to this movie and said, "Hey, uh, why don't we why don't we stick that song in here?" It wouldn't surprise me if that turned out to be the case. It, and and it was a shitty song. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, so, uh yeah, the monkey that lives on board causes trouble throughout the trip. I don't remember what he did, but, you know, cartoon monkey shit. They arrive on the island and after running with the natives <laughs> and then sacrificed to the giant gorilla King Kong, who makes off with her into the jungle. That sentence doesn't seem properly structured. Together, they fight a Tyrannosaurus, Pterodactylus, and gigantophis I don't know what kind of dinosaur that is, but they fight hmm. one. Uh, I guess the T-Rex. T- looking... Doesn't want to. Well, no, it said Tyrannosaurus, so I don't know what oh, I know. Oh, oh, I missed that. Wikipedia does not want to. There's a link there, but it doesn't want to connect. So
1: something else that we kept though is the dinosaurs. So
0: oh, it's a snake. Oh, yes, yes. it's a gi- yeah, it's a giant it's a snake. snake. It's a time type of extinct giant snake. Okay. Uh, then we have another song that's not really a song, "Monarch of the World," which is just sort of their King Kong chant. Uh, the film then follows Kong's rampage of New York City. Kong takes Anne up on top of the Empire State Building. Do they do the whole stage show thing and him? Mm -hmm. Breaking loose from the stage show, yeah.
1: Yeah, all of the uh, reporters (sighs) are sitting in the front two uh, rows, and then all their camera flashes are you know freaking him out, and he thinks Ann's in danger. Yeah, Yeah, they do. They do the whole bit.
0: Okay. The biplanes come and attack Kong with guns, but miss most of the time because it's a cartoon. When all the planes have been knocked down, and of course we see people parachute safely out of each of the planes, Uh, the army sends two two blimps with a net in between them to catch Kong. They catch him successfully. Kong tries to get out of the net, but the net rips and when Kong reaches for Anne he falls from the net and plummets to the streets of New York. So they thought they could still have him fall kind of to his death, but they couldn't shoot him down. It had to be an accident because that would make it okay in a kids cartoon, I I guess. However, Kong survives the fall we still get Denim's line about when you write up this story boys tell him it wasn't the fall that killed him it was beauty killed the beast but then the little monkey goes up and climbs on him and we see his eye open at the end and everybody's like oh it's okay
1: Everybody children like watching this cheering. cartoon Which I thought was weird because even the people around start cheering like, yay, he made it. And I'm like, yeah, but he's still the same monster that was just like killing everybody and wrecking your whole city. I also like how they kept the Kong in the window moment. But (laughs) since it's a cartoon, there was nobody in the shower or like in the bath. Right. (laughs) Just him looking through the window. Oh, another really funny moment when he's looking for Anne, he picks up this like hippie off the street and it's a dude. Like usually when he, Mm. when this happens in all the movies that we've seen, you know, he sees someone who looks like the person that he's looking for, picks him up and it's in like another woman. Or if he's looking for a man, it's another (laughs) man. But I thought it was so funny that it's just like this dude with like long hair and then a really big beard, but he's wearing like white robes. (laughs) So it looks like her white dress.
0: (laughs) Which is weird because it's still a period piece, and that <laughs> men didn't typically dress that way in the thirties. So, uh, God damn it! So, well, I'm <laughs> glad you managed to enjoy it, but it sounds like you enjoyed it for all the wrong reasons. Because I yeah. don't think it was meant to meant to be hilarious, or yeah. the parts they thought were funny were not particularly funny. You know, all the monkey shenanigans.
1: Not, but, I mean, I did like funny. how they kept the plot. They, like, kept a lot of things from... Uh-huh. Like, it really is just like, oh, that movie. Okay, let's put this together. We'll animate it. Put some music <laughs> in it. Make it for kids. Uh, You know, we'll just <laughs> throw all this shit together. And that way, you know, the story lives on through the next generation of fucking weirdos.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, just imagine for a moment that you were a kid who watched this movie and for some reason enjoyed it. Maybe it was your only tape. You watched it over and over again. And then I a years later, would have enjoyed this. You <laughs> Years later you decide, oh, the original King Kong is on TV. I would like to see <laughs> the movie that my favorite cartoon was based on. And you watch it and then at the end kong dies he
1: dies oh my god and you're used
0: to him still being (laughs) alive at the end don't you think that would that would traumatize someone in that position (laughs) they'd be like wait what?" well i
1: mean i mean i don't think i don't think i mean that's the same thing that happens with anybody
0: who's only anyone who's first experience with the hunchback of notre dame is the disney film is in for a Mm. similar rude awakening should they go to the source material yeah so uh
1: <laughs> i, I if, if i would have um, seen yeah, this in 98 don't... i would have a thousand percent loved it uh-huh. like i would have loved it i would have enjoyed it <laughs> it would have been my version of king kong for sure um mm.
0: uh-huh
1: and yeah i love jodie benson i can't this is so crazy that this like came after the little mermaid cuz there was so many little mermaid um esque parts in it even to like her hair being the huh. same exact style just a different color was like what the hell and then like when she's you think singing the in was the on purpose? yeah i do just like, hey, look who we got. You remember this girl from The Little Mermaid 10 years ago? Ha ha, (laughs) look at our cool movie. (laughs) Because even when she's like singing with what's his face before she gets yoinked off the boat, there's like a moment where her, their reflection is in the moon.
0: When you cast a uh, person in a live action film, then yeah, it's easy to recognize them. When you're doing a cartoon, I guess you have to give little hints. that. (laughs) Hey, this is that person you <laughs> liked in that other thing. Hey, kids. So I think usually when you're a little kid, you don't even really think about some. Well, I don't know. When I was a kid, I I would recognize certain voices in cartoons. I would say, Hey, that that's the same guy. Robin and Shaggy are done by the same guy, or mm-hmm. uh, Tarzan and Flash Gordon or whatever. You know, you'd be like, Oh, I know that guy's mm-hmm. voice. I've heard him heard him in other stuff. But I, for I, sure, yeah. I'm not a fan of The Little Mermaid, so I don't know that I would have recognized her voice. But I, I
1: recognize I, her voice uh, before. Did you she you recognize even it right away? Right away, like when she was like, when she steals the apple, and the guy's like, "Hey, give that back," and she's like, "Ah, let me." Like I knew instantly. I was like, "Oh my god, is that Jodie Benson?" And I instantly looked it up because I instantly knew her voice wow. a thousand percent. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right then. Okay. Well, Honeybee. <laughs> What are you gonna rate the Mighty Kong?
1: Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like a three and a half, maybe like three and a, three point okay. eight stars for me like i I had so much fun watching it. I definitely would have loved this movie if I saw it in ninety eight um but i i I did have a lot of fun, and I'm gonna say, yeah, like three point eight for me.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm giving it a one. I just did not care for it. <laughs> I thought the animation was bad. The songs were bad. <laughs>
1: They're so I, I funny. I just love that the it's a musical. It's so I mean,
0: I loved. I used to love Dudley Moore, and I I don't know that I can say he was actually bad, but you know, I don't think he had a whole lot to work with here. You know, this didn't mm. really uh, play to his talents. His you know his his comedy skills were not. <laughs> utilized in this film so it was uh,
1: for the kids
0: there you go okay so yeah there there you go that's a three and a half from honeybee and a one from me folks tell us what you thought of the mighty kong if you can bring yourselves to watch it if you enjoy (laughs) this show please write and review it wherever you listen to your podcasts Follow us on all the things. You can find links to all that stuff at mmftg.com and consider uh, supporting us on Patreon at slash mmftg. We are still making our way through Rocky Horror there, and we're also going to very soon put up the second Ghost Rider episode.
1: Yeah, we're taking requests. So if you want to hear so... any of that bonus
0: stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah. As long as we have right a up.
0: manageable number of patrons, we will take requests. Not demands, just requests. And if we ever get a 100 patrons, we'll do Twilight.
1: Oh, no. So I guess that's going to.
0: God help us. I guess that's <laughs> going to wrap it up for today. It's kind of a short one. Uh, so until next time. Oh, next time is Kra uh, the Sea Monster. <laughs> Oh, if you want to watch The Mighty Kong, it is on all of the free things just about. It is yeah. on YouTube, Tubi, Voodoo, Crackle, Prime, Plex, Fubo TV, and Philo. It doesn't seem to be on the other thing. What's the other one? Tubi. Uh, Pluto. It doesn't... I didn't see it listed on Pluto, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's on there, too, because it's everywhere. Surely. Uh, Craw is also is. on... Some of the free stuff, it's on Tubi, I know for sure. So that will be next week. Craw the Sea Monster. Craw exclamation point. The sea monster.
1: <laughs> you mean Craw uh, uh, exclamation point? Yes, it's got two A's.
0: K R A A. I think there's an exclamation point. Unless I'm confusing it with Zarkor, because it is made by the same people.
1: Uh it's obviously made by the same people.
0: Uh all right so uh anyway until next week um i have been precious d and
1: i have been honey bee
0: remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements
1: and please don't misuse science
0: we won't see you but you will hear us next time on monster movie fun time go Woo! you've been listening to monster movie fun time go if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.